You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in for another fantastic episode of SOB Style of Business. Today, I have with me Miss Saba Teko, who is a award-winning, best-selling author, publisher, mentor, and the founder and CEO of Seven House Media. She has a fantastic book series titled 20 Beautiful Women, and she's going to be speaking with us today about uh, her upcoming projects, events, and of course, some good tips and expertise on her background and some of the things that she is involved with. So let's go ahead and give her a moment to give us an introduction. And then as always, we will roll right into the interview. So Saba, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks so much for your patience. I know you waited about 20 minutes for me to <laughs> actually hit the record <laughs> button. Sometimes the technical difficulties can be, be a, a, a bit much, but I appreciate you joining today. I know you had to make time in your schedule. Go ahead and give us an introduction and, and let us know who you are and what you're working on. So, yeah, first of all, thank you for having me on this show. Again, I am Saba Teckel. I am a publisher. I am a mentor, as she's already stated. And just most recently, I just had an event, an annual event that I have for my 20 Beautiful Women authors. And I also happen to have 20 Beautiful Men authors. And we combined it and just had this whole summit. It was awesome. Such great energy. And we look forward to having one next year. So I'm actually, if I do plan to have another one, I'm going to start now um, working on this docu-series that is going to shine the light on beauty on every shade. And my purpose is to just help people find their passion, purpose, and uh, heal um, so they can find peace. And for us to really shine a light on inner beauty, which is the most overlooked and underrated thing at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I could not agree with you more. I I was certainly appreciative of platforms like yours and anything that you can do to uh, inspire and motivate others is definitely something that is well welcomed. So we know about, well, I know rather about the 20 beautiful women. And like I was saying earlier, you've done a wonderful job of of really highlighting other people. And so I just want to know, like, what inspired you to create the book? And then also, did you expect it would turn out to be a bigger platform? Because I know we started with the book and then there was turned into a series and you got the events and then you got the 20 Beautiful Men. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so what inspired me um, was women like Yama Bantana, Marianne Williamson, and Lisa Nicole, Nichols, just to name a few. I was the person that needed self-help and personal development and some spiritual advice. And I'm the one who needed mentorship like more than I've anything in this world and I felt God led me to those books so I could get some healing and some clarity on some things that I just felt so alone with. So their vulnerability and their way of telling their story had healed me in a way that made me say, you know, let me, it wasn't just like immediate. If I told you every reason why I created this series or why we're here today, uh, we'd be on this call for a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) And in a nutshell, you know, it's to help people heal. You know, it's supposed to serve a purpose for people that also want to be authors. So it's like this multi-level thing that, because again, you know, one of my other pains was be wanting to become an author. So I learned so much stuff about this industry. And this industry is very different than people think it is. There's a lot of myths out there that we just kind of debunked at this uh, Soul Summit. I thought it was really important. I might turn this into a blog, but so this is, like I said, it's a multi-level and 
to answer your question, did I think it would take this, be this far? Yes and no. Yeah. Meaning, like, of course, you know, you don't expect organic success. You really think you're supposed to do the order working really hard, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like, and things happen so organically, and not, and I won't say all was effortlessly, but it just kind of, we kind of attracted that, and I, I genuinely believe, because if I'm really big on personal development, that, you know, when you provide enough value, you know, and if your purpose is to serve the universe, the universe is going to turn around and say, well, how can I serve you? So, I feel like, because it was such, there were so many reasons why I was doing this, so many whys, you know, so you'll hear a lot of personal development people say, you know, what's your why? <laughs> yeah. I have so many whys that I feel like, you know, life starts to show up in so many unexpected ways and continue to, um, because, you know, of what we're trying to do here and it just, again, just happened all organically, so yes and no, you know, so that's why, I guess, yeah. that, that's it in a nutshell. Exactly, yeah, well, you've definitely been going where the road leads. And I know you, you've also written, like, other titles, such as uh, Are You Lost? And then, like I mentioned, The 20 Beautiful Men. But I've noticed the praise for The 20 Beautiful Women has been nonstop, and especially with everything that's going on in, in regards to women and just the confidence and people being able to kind of stand up and tell their stories and share with others. Like, why do you think people love the message so much, especially with this particular series? It, first of all, if you've read, you know, I, I, I'm going to give you a free copy of the book. you better really read it, and you'll see that it's not an everyday conversation we're having. For one, we're not really opening up to each other, and everyone is really good at masking what they're going through. So when you go through this book, you're, you, you you not only see yourself in it, you don't have to go through the worst of the worst to kind of see yourself in these stories. You kind of see your neighbors, you see, you see people a little bit, I believe, differently, because it really unravels this veil that not every clearly not everybody has a story for one these aren't just i mean yes i do select the authors but i really believe if i approached 100 people everybody would have a, a miraculous story exactly. or something of, you know of that nature of what they've been through you know so it's like so are we telling our stories how are we telling our stories and what content we're sharing our story and the way that it's being kind of laid out in this book i think it's just i'm not saying it hasn't been done before because i was inspired by chicken soup of the soul but i think it's just a little bit just different because it's more tailored to healing and not even that because they have books about healing but it's just I can't put a word of what I'm feeling what surrounds it if that makes sense yeah, right. but it's just it's just the intent behind it I think that's what's important the intent behind it is like I really want you to I want to empower you by what I've been through instead of just being preachy right so yeah. like, we get a lot of preachy exactly. stuff about what to do but what have you been through you know <laughs> What have you really been through? And if you can say that you've been through what I've been through, I, I know I've been more receptive to people like that than I, someone who's just looking like they have it all together and their life isn't perfect. I don't yeah. know. That's I prefer the latter. So yeah. I guess that would be the reason why. Yeah. No, I, I certainly agree with you uh, to that point, especially when you talk about just giving people a platform and, and allowing them to kind of tell their story and their truth and just not being critical or judgmental of others. So I, that's why I think people love it. And um, you've done a wonderful job with that. And I know you also do quite a bit of mentoring and coaching, which I know a lot of people need uh, through your company, Seven House Media. So let's just kind of talk about the, you know, and I know we'll probably touch on this further down the interview as well, but let's talk about like some of the services you offer with that and how you got into the whole publishing part. So, yeah. So when it comes to my mentoring, the most dominant thing, 
thing I mentor on right now is publishing and even um, I just taught this whole course on how people can come out with their own co-author but as a result just being a mentor and you know being having so much experience and all these books I've read I've always offered mentorship and for some of my authors you know you know if they reach out to me for certain personal things so I know that in the future I'll be doing that a lot more I realize that although I make myself available to people and not just outside of my authors I know that sometimes you have to position yourself in a way where you offer it as a service so I'm not very specific as a service but if someone talks want guidance on anything and I can I feel like I'm that you know I can actually help you that's what I do I've done that I started off that way and it morphed into publishing but I've always morphed right back into what is you know important is just helping people through their life their life journey you know so I think it's really important for that yeah absolutely yeah and let's let's talk a bit about okay so you have I know you mentioned that you wanted to put out a well you you were a writer obviously and um you were talking about how the public industry is a little bit different than what a lot of people would anticipate now that you are putting out projects though like what have you learned I guess what I'm asking is what are like maybe one or two key things that you've learned that you didn't know before like as a writer you know because you have the writing in and then but now you're actually a publisher so. Publishing had to come, it seemed as if at first publishing wasn't the goal, you know, yeah. writing was the goal. And you're going to hear people, and I'm sure you've heard it yourself that you can't really make money writing, right? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I hate to say it that way, because my original dream was just to be like the next Maya Angelou. But yeah. yeah, so, you know, I wouldn't say my dream was crushed, but when I learned some things, oh, a lot of things, I knew that I'm going to have to have a different skill if I wanted to still do both. So while Mm. I, you know, I still had the platform to do more writing, which was like the Huffington Post. Even now, like, after I've done some writing, you know, when I feel very moved to, because I don't want to ever discourage anybody and tell somebody that they can't make it in writing. Definitely. And especially in this day and age. Definitely. And you can get paid, clearly. There's bloggers, lifestyle bloggers. You find your niche. Great. I know for me, as things started to change and I started to learn some things, it no longer became a desire for me to be just a writer. Yeah. So yeah, I felt compelled to really write this story about this experience with my sister and I submitted to Positively Positive, right? So those options are just so out there. There's so many opportunities. So many of these great blogs are really looking for freelance bloggers. So there's no excuse for anything or anybody, including myself, but publishing just became more of a, I don't know, I want to be the next Louise Hay. You know, yeah. I don't know if you know who she is. She just Absolutely. passed away about yeah, so she just passed away, but her story and what she's been through is kind of similar, where she's combined all these things, what she's been through, how it healed her, and then she started to help people, then she started to help people that help people, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she has this, you know, publishing company, and she has both traditional self-publishing, so I just finally found what it is that fits for me, and maybe this is what the journey takes me, because the journey could take you anywhere, right? So, exactly. just if you enjoy it. And I do. I enjoy what I do. So that I think that would be the most important part. I enjoy this portion of, of my journey. Exactly. Yeah, no, and that's that's definitely something that uh, I think we could all appreciate because a lot of us are on a journey, but it's not a journey that we enjoy. So, mm, right. Yeah, just trying to they get, get deterred. They get deterred real quick, and now they're no longer doing any of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I got a little deterred, and I was like, how do I combine everything? And finally, I, I have been able to do it, and I love it. Yeah, that's true. That is definitely true. And um, it is, uh, I guess it can be challenging, but like you said, you have to, there's no excuse. You definitely have to put forth the effort. Yeah, there's too many opportunities. Yes, indeed. So let's talk about your, the new volume. You have 20 Beautiful Women. How many series do you currently have in that particular 
volume of books? Yeah, for 20 Wheel for Women, there's five volumes and, and an Africa edition, and then of course you know about the men. So I guess oh, that's all nice. together, but yeah, so about six with the women, and then I have, I'm working on actually the actual volume six coming up. But yeah, so yeah. Number six. Okay. And so this will be just, I'm assuming, just a different set of women and yeah. telling their stories. You know what? I never did. I'm going to throw this in here. I know I didn't mention it before. And just answer it for me the best way you can. As far as the stories, give us a little insight on the content or the actual things behind each of these stories. When you talk about 20 beautiful women, what's the theme? So, the, of course, the subtitles gives a little bit more of it. So your soul is not your passion inspired to find purpose. The content is people that took their pain and pretty much made it through purpose. So they went through maybe, you know, for instance, from volume one, there's a particular show I always will remember and still connected to this woman after three years and we're greatest friends, but she was hurting. She was a foster child, right? Yeah. And she was raped. She was molested by her own father. Mm-hmm. Uh, her own mother shot her father. And the story just, you know, it just gets more worse because as of when she got into the foster care system, she was also mistreated, deeply mistreated. And then now, though, she's healed from it. She's forgiven everybody. She's connected, still connected to her mother, but she's also now a foster parent, right? So yeah. she makes sure she takes care of and she's adopted children. So it's like, instead of a lot of us, we, we go through a, a tremendous amount of things, and it's not for anyone to tell you what you should do for it with it. But I've learned our pain has made it our purpose because she can relate to those children and what her purpose or her intent is a lot more than someone who just wants to adopt, right? Yeah. So her taking her pain is is what I what she's done is what I believe is beautiful. So we can make uh we can react to life, we can hate and hurt everybody, and we can make every reason why. And that I'm not here to tell you that's invalid, but then we can also take that and just try to apply it and see that there's other children just like ourselves, and especially in her story, that just needs someone to show up in their lives the way that it wasn't it for her. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that's just one story and for in particular I can give you more but I don't think we have much time yeah no and that that's perfect and I just really just wanted the audience to get an understanding of what they can expect in your book series and I know like a lot of the main themes that I when I was kind of reading like the different synopsis and the the overviews you have several titles and the theme that kind of keeps reoccurring to me is the inspiration and the purpose and what I want to know, like, I know, obviously, they're important to you because you, you definitely have a level of passion to continue to do this. But what drives your work? What drives you to continue this? As things started to unravel and I started doing, like, events or even working on docuseries or even getting forwards from some pretty great people, things just, I feel compelled to when I see how this just has benefited people, especially my authors, how people ask me to do certain things, like how this year I was thinking maybe this might be the last year for the event, but someone's like, I hope that, I was just telling my mentor, I hope that this is happening next year. So I always take note from what I get from my authors. I take note from what I feel if this is adding really value into people's lives. So those are the things that truly inspire me and make all the work that goes behind most of it not all of it's hard because I love it. Just makes it just more worth. Just keep moving forward, and as like continues to show up and allow so many great things happen. It's like how do you stop a good thing? And um, that's pretty much it. So I just kind of fill it out, and as it continues, just feel really good using my intuition. I just keep pouring right back into it, and and, yeah. and so far it's been keep. It just keeps getting better. I don't see a twenty beautiful in volume one hundred and one. I don't yeah. know, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You never know. <laughs> You know, I definitely can see a spinoff of like 20 Beautiful Miracles, and I definitely thought about that 
because again, it's personal in my life. I think miracles happen in my life, and I think there's a lot of miracles out here that stories that can help really uplift other people. So whatever I need and I really need or needed to hear stories that really affect me, I just turn around and just try to give that back to the world. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I know you mentioned. I think it was Lisa Lisa Nichols earlier, and um, a couple of other people that that do a great job of highlighting and and uh, really, you know, showcasing others. So when I was looking at, you know, the, I was like, okay, volume one, you know, volume two, you know, all of the the different books that you have on the site. I'm like, okay, so now where's the TV series? Where's the the show on O? You know, where's the show on own? You know, and just kind of. Um, because the thing is, like with a positive message, I think obviously there's a lot of social media, of course, and then the content that we see on TV. But when you have messages like this, I think that, you know, those are much needed platforms. And it just kind of helps to let people know that they're not alone in their journey. So when I was going through all of your content, I was like, all right, where's her announcement for the upcoming pilot series of 20 Beautiful Women on OWN or a similar network? But yeah, I'm going to be looking for that. I certainly see big things in your future, especially with something like this. And I know that it has evolved from one book to a series of books. I know you had like the uh, Huffington Post where you got like over a million responses with the online community and then the events and then the 20 Beautiful Men. So, I mean, at this point, it's kind of I don't want to ask, but I'm going to ask anyway. Any current plans to expand the brand further? Like, I know you got a lot on your plate, but what other plans do you have? Of course. So, real quickly. So, with the million, um, or or, with the part of the Huffington Post and the million, okay, so we've had a blog. First of all, I had a personal blog, and then I was able to get a blog for 20 beautiful women. And I was able to get a blog for also for 20 beautiful men. But as far as the million um, portion of it, so with the volume one came out, I don't know. This was the weirdest thing. The 20 Beautiful Women Challenge just came out of nowhere, right? Oh, wow. And over a million people ended up participating. That's the portion of that I just wanted to correct. But what was strange is that I didn't do anything. It was like one day I was always checking the hashtag because, you know, I put it in the back of the book. And I was looking for things, seeing if people said anything. And then one day I came all these photos. And I didn't understand it. And then someone from um, HNL, the Daily Share CNN, has their a division and it's called AHNL and then you know they have a show and all that but they also have a blog and someone had reached out to me and was like are you seeing what's happening and I'm like oh that's why <laughs> you know oh, wow. and she recognized I was basically the first people using it first person using it or we were and then I guess it just happened organically so I want to clear that part but as far as what I'm always working to working with and allowing myself to be guided on what the next thing is and the docuseries sounds like it's the next step that can open those doors that you're talking about and I would love to see more in every aspect I don't feel like that challenge was ever it didn't get the same media attention a lot of colleges did a lot of blogs about it I think it was a different yeah, maybe the challenge really spoke to college students I'm not sure but like a lot of challenges that are happening there's always a lot more coverage and I don't I feel like this one was a little bit overshadowed given how positive it was but who knows you know as things start to continue and as I continue to want to work reach out with with other people I mean definitely I would love to see more happening for everyone I love my authors I love what we've done um, this weekend was amazing and I had such great momentum that I want to continue this momentum well I tell you what yeah we definitely want you to continue and thanks for clarifying that story in any case just to have a million people participate in anything especially with the attention span these days. I mean, that's still an incredible story, you know, in in its own right. So we appreciate that. And I wanted to ask, what do you enjoy most about writing? Like, what do you, well, I know you've given us a background and you wanted to, you really were interested in in Maya Angelou, but like, what do you enjoy most about it? Writing is, I don't know, it's the most beautiful 
thing if you can ever convey exactly what's on your mind because I know people think that they're submitting to me masterpieces. <laughs> oh my goodness. In their head, you know? And I'm saying they're great. I'm just yeah. saying masterpieces will perfect when some of the stuff is like there's a disconnect. And I know that disconnect because I've, I've been there. I've, I'll write something and a week later, fresh eyes be like, what was it? I thought this was everything. So writing, I mean, if you can really convey and especially, you know, it's almost poetic without it having poetry, you know, yeah. you can really convey your emotions and you, with such clarity and then really like allow it to ripple, you know, and allow a story to unravel and then you can bring it on home and you can do it in, in a way that it takes people on your journey and you feel like you've hit every corner of what your life experiences have felt like to you. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't, I can't even put to words what that is really like. Yeah. And it doesn't happen all the way, but when it does, it's magic. So yeah. that's what writing means to me. I mean, it's magic. It's beautiful. It's the most releasing and the most healing thing that you could ever do with or without wanting to publish it, with or without it having to be a blog. Just writing out how you feel is powerful. If it's enough for you to feel compelled to share, it's even more powerful. People heal twofold, you know, or, or in areas they didn't think they, they were they already thought they were healed in so yeah. I know that process myself so I knew that this experience was great for these authors because I know they're going to get an extra amount of healing I know that as they do it with the intent of healing someone else they're going to get more healing mm. you know yeah. and then when that person reads that it's like they get some healing and you get that all that energy back right yeah so that's the process uh-huh. yeah wonderful. Exactly. No, and I love that. And you mentioned the word magic and I guess anything that's magic is kind of hard to describe. So that is definitely, uh, that's good stuff right there. And I wanted to know, like, what advice do you have for aspiring writers? For aspiring writers, take out in your mind this ideal of it has to be hard writing and like, or like artists in general, there is, it's almost like it's a synopsis of being poor and, you know, yeah, struggling and, Alex Haley had a, a quote, and it was, it was in the shadow land of dreams. If someone pulled out that if whole page of what he was talking about writing, and it was like the most moving thing. If you pull that out, that would be very inspiring for anybody given the result of his work, his, his legacy, right? Yeah. So if they pull that out, that would be helpful for them, but they have to understand that they have to remove all that. And if their intent is, they're very clear, very niche specific, and very clear on what it is that they're trying to do. There's, you know, I'm trying to use avoid using the word God this whole conversation, but God will move everything for you. Yeah, everything. If you get clear, you know, if you get clear and you connect and you you have the and it's when I use the word intent, I'm not just talking about oh having the best or good intention. It's just what your intentions meaning. What is it that you want as a result of? You get very clear on that. There's nothing that can get in your way if you're willing to just love what you do throughout the process and take away and use the right personal development. What you do every day is very important. How you get up in the morning before you go to bed. Yeah. So there's nothing that can escape that from your level of success if that's what you want. But if you feel successful just putting out content, then you are a success. And that's okay. You don't need the money. You don't need the 100 people reading it, thousands of people reading it. But if you make it your focus that you just want to put out great work, as a result of magic will definitely happen or you can just consider yourself successful because what it's all about is what you think of what you do not what anybody else thinks that's absolutely true yeah no and i i agree with you and yeah i mean you can certainly mention the word god as much as you want because i i, <laughs> I agree with you 100 percent. that's that's definitely uh one of the first things that we need to do is kind of turn to him for direction and guidance um everything yes ma'am yeah. 
And before we wrap up, I had a couple of additional questions. So you told us the writing, what it means to you, what it is to you, kind of just serve it as an outlet. But do you have a specific process? Like when, you, when you're working on a new title, maybe you, you have a different book series or a concept that you want to come up with. Do you have like a specific process that you go through when you're trying to come up with a storyline? Do you sit down and plot stuff or do you just start writing? So because I'm not much of a writer as I am a publisher when it comes to creating maybe books, every process is, is kind of similar, meaning I just feel compelled to share, uh, excuse me, I feel compelled to, yeah, I feel compelled to share a certain message that I feel that connects with me really deeply, right? I check in with my soul and then I allow it to come together, because I think we live in a society that looks for instant gratification, right? So we're just like, oh, i got to have this idea, it's going to run, I'm going to be millionaires. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, there you go. Right, pop your brakes, you know, like, let's just let these ideals come to us. We can't be good about sharing it, we think everybody wants to take our ideals, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just true. Like, just understand what's for you is for you, and if you have an ideal, you gotta, don't got to dot your eyes across your teeth, but what about if you mentors, people that you trust, and let this develop? Yeah. I don't believe there's nothing that isn't already done. You know? Yeah. But that ideal comes to you, it's already done, and you're still just pulling out <laughs> of, you're just like downloading something, yeah. you know? So allow it to keep downloading. So there's some ideals where it just sits with me for a while. I'm just not in a rush, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, okay, I see that. But unless it's a particular project I'm working with, and I'm already working with someone, then I allow, I move a little bit faster. But if it's for me and I feel like I have time and I will take my time and I will sit with it and I will sit with it because it's important to let some things marinate and for more things to come because it yeah. can switch so like I would always suggest for anybody like you start with a blank page you're already unconsciously putting out an intent that I intend to write something you know yeah. whatever or create something so it's like this blank page I don't care if it's a piece of paper or you take out a word doc that's the first step for anything. I don't yeah. care if you title it. People get so afraid of what they put first. Like, you got to, this has to be the end all, be all. Like, you don't ever <laughs> change anything again. <laughs> like, yeah. No, like, just whatever it is, you can also still take and run. Because I do both. Sometimes this needs to just get out here. I don't care what it looks like at this point because I need to get some feedback. I'm not because I don't believe in perfection, right? So yeah. it's twofold. You got to know when you're getting in your way of perfection and when you need to still put something out there. So I'll, I'll put uh, how I started 20 Beautiful Women real quickly because I don't know how much time we have is that I just started with a cover. I didn't have nothing else. No I, I barely knew how to publish a book. I mean, barely. I knew the bare minimum. <laughs> minimum. So I knew how to make a book of that so I know how to get an ebook of I didn't know nothing about the print portion. But I knew enough. And I knew I wasn't, wasn't going to allow myself to allow anything to get in my way because what Brown said, you jump. Entrepreneurs jump. Because this is, you know, 20 Minute Women isn't a free opportunity. It started off free. But at that time, I knew what I was building. So, as Ralph said, entrepreneurs jump and grow wings on the way down. So, I was done. I was done holding on to everything and holding on to any idea of what. And I just started putting stuff out there. So, you just have to feel out once you've got enough. Enough is just, it doesn't have to be much. Just enough. Enough that you're willing to take, you're willing to bet on you. Yeah. I want a lot of people willing to bet on themselves, right? So you got to bet on you. And if you're willing to bet on yourself, then start to put out some stuff out there. Start getting some feedback. Just start working on putting out stuff because there's nothing like putting out something and not completing it, right? So you'll feel yeah. a little edge of, okay, this response is positive, so therefore there is something here, and let me continue to go on. So that what I would just suggest. Just fill out which both is. Exactly. Time to start to get put the rubber to the road, or is it time to kind of slow down and allow yourself to really see where this is going? 
to see where this is going. Yeah, no, that is excellent. All right. And we have the last question here, and then we're going to let you leave your social media handles and all that other good stuff so that the audience can, can reach out to you and connect with you. What motivates you? How do you stay motivated? That word is not my favorite word. I'm not a motivating person. I'm an inspired person. I'm a free spirit at heart. So there we I go. Inspired. What motivates me is inspiration. Maybe that'd be a better way. There to we go. It. Okay. Yes. When I feel compelled to, where I don't feel forced to, I have self-proclaimed ADHD. I don't have a attention span for anything. But if I love it, I can definitely sit still and you know, yeah. I can do the work and I can stay committed. So, and it's usually because of inspiration. Absolutely true. And uh, we definitely appreciate you being here. And so we're going to say, I'm, I'm going to just ask you, you know, if you have any last thoughts or words of encouragement, feel free to leave those. And also tell us where we can find you online, any upcoming events, releases, workshops, and also where we can find more information about the 20 Beautiful Women book series as well. Yeah. So I'll leave, I'll just leave with this quote, no one is you and that is your power. Because <laughs> okay. I can definitely add to what I just said. And that get on my email list. If you don't want to be in 20 Beautiful Women, that's fine. You don't have to be. If you want to support the movement, get on the email list. If you want to be invited for events in the future, get on the email list. If you want to know about whenever we're doing free book offers. We, cause we, I always, every release, I definitely do a free book offer. You be aware of it. And actually, 20 Beautiful Women Volume 1 is actually for free right now on Amazon and has been for a while. Oh, wow. So okay. definitely download that book. And, but still get on the email list just to be in the loop because I'm, um, there will be opportunities in the future, whether you're not book or not, like the docu-series. Like, I would love to interview you for the docu-series once we get the logistics together. It may be a process. But, yeah, so, yeah, get on the email list, 20beautifulwomen.com, and that's it. Oh, absolutely perfect. Yes, I am signed on and ready to go <laughs> for the docu-series. <laughs> and also for the listeners, you guys, you heard it right. The 20 Beautiful Women, the first series is actually available for free. So you don't have to do anything but go in and download it on Amazon. And we will also have that information on the show notes once the interview is published. And again, I want to say thank you. T- um, why am I starting with your last name? You know, <laughs> I'm so, so crazy. Anyway, uh, Saba. Uh, Teco. Uh, yeah, Teco. How did you know I was trying to? You 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 fit, you failed it. You're like, let me help her because she's been a slaughter. And I feel her about to take me to the slaughterhouse on the last name. I appreciate it, Saba. Thanks so much for joining. And uh, we look forward to having you back on again soon with the next project. So we appreciate it. And, and thanks so much. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.